Hey, thanks for listening to Close Calls. Just a heads up, we're going to talk about some dark subject matter, including death, and we're going to joke around about it. Our intention is never to trigger or offend anyone. It's to use humor to navigate these subjects, so if that's how you cope too, keep listening. Lizzie. Kevin. What a week. What a week it's been. It has been. What a week it's been. Old chum. We oh, have some catching buddy, up to I do. I can't wait. I, I don't cannot even, wait. I don't even know. Already checking the time. I don't even know. Well, I just had to know where we were starting. I know. You got to go. You know what I did? Just now I checked the time and I went, thank God we have so much time. Yes. So, I do that. So get off it. I do that often. <laughs> Stop being defensive. Get off it. So We're hanging out. I know. We're being I'm friends. Far. I'm fucking with you. All right, look. We've both had a bad day again. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much that happened with Romania. I don't even know where to begin. I know. How about you ask me some questions? Okay. What was the worst thing that happened? Oh, going to Romania. Yeah, didn't All love it. it. Let's have it. Let's did just you, crack. Did you not love it? Let me crack open the spin drift real quick. Cracker. There she is. Spin drift. If you're thirsty on a podcast, reach for. They don't sponsor us. Reach for a spin drift. (laughs) If you do a podcast and you're thirsty, Uh, worst part. I don't love spin drift. By the way, keep going. In my house. Yeah, I know. You're gonna make this about. Okay. I just felt like I've been lying. That was a full stop moment. I feel like I've been lying to you, and I just wanted to do it quick. I wanted to preferred seltzer. Literally any other seltzer. What? It's my least favorite. That's crazy. It it's, tastes like you put seltzer in a glass that used to have whatever the flavor thing is in it. That's every seltzer. No, this one particularly. LaCroix is the worst. LaCroix stinks also. LaCroix is the one I started with, and that is a gateway seltzer, but now I'll I'll much prefer a Spindrift. LaCroix. Liquid Death is good. Liquid Death I used to like. Now when I grab the lime, it tastes medicine-y. What about the melon? Medicine-y. I love the melon. Pals? Number one. We love a house. We love house. House, if you're listening. Oh, my God. The Blackberry. Uh, Spin drift. (laughs) If you're podcasting and getting thirsty, reach for a house. (laughs) How about that? House is the best. All right. So, look. Romania. But they don't have house. They don't have house. (laughs) Number one complaint. No house in Romania. And no no pals. Here's something I'll, I'll, I'll share with you. It's like the fucking Wild West over there, man. Okay. It is crazy. In what regard? So. A lot of horses? Every, uh, no. <laughs> Not as many horses as you would hope. Oh. Every got talent kind of thing. If, in case, <laughs> By the way, in case you're just tuning in, I went to Romania because <laughs> I applied to Romania's Got Talent as a joke and got in. Uh, Hilarious. So I, so I had to go do it. Hilarious. Like, how funny would it be to have Romania's Got Talent as a credit, right? So uh, every Got Talent probably, uh, they, they have like their own Simon Cowell, who's like the bad yeah. guy, right? So theirs is it, like- Dracula? The, so there's this Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did I tell you what my opening joke was? No. I go, uh, yeah, you know- uh, and I, I got to, I got to, I actually got to go a little early, and so the night before I did a couple shows, one at a club, one at like a coffee shop. I can't believe you found shows in Romania. Crazy, right? And uh, it went well, but then when I did the taping, dude, my first joke was, you know, Romania and America has a has a rich history together. Uh, you know, you guys gave us Dracula. We gave you Andrew Tate. And I thought that was a nice little introductory thing. Fucking crickets, dude. Oh my Fucking God. crickets. And I'm pretty sure the audience doesn't speak a lick of English. Yeah. I don't think half the judges spoke English. But you know English. that you went there to bomb. 
Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. If I won, how fun. If I bomb, that's all I really... It's more about the experience, right? I just wanted to make sure you didn't think it was your fault you bombed, because that was the plan from the beginning. Well, you still want to do... So at the time, I was like, I don't care. And then when I was like laying in bed afterwards, I was just like, fuck, I should have done this. I should have done this. Like, I started playing the tape back, and and I I had that I can get them thing that hits you. But you can't. I don't know. None Maybe of us can. Maybe I could have. But look, okay, so here's here's no, just like no, here's have. here's one little example. Here's like one little thing like it let you know like what, what what the culture kind of is over there. Oh, okay. So there was this woman, Belinda. Shout uh, out. She's uh, she's a Barcelona comic who was there also doing English English speaking comedy. She's like the one woman performing mm-hmm. on the show on this app uh who doing stand-up uh and um the simon cowell guy who's like the bad guy right he's like a rapper so there's like there's like two guys who are comics romanian rap one woman who's a pop singer and one guy who's like a rapper and he's like the bad guy right while she was on stage she was talking about the that um oh uh, what's that show that dating show where it's just like naked people your rating, yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. And while she's talking, he's just doing this, being like a diamond with his hands, like on his crotch, sexually harassing a woman. Yeah, making a pussy symbol, just harassing behavior Whoa. that would get anyone else in any other country fired. Wow. And they were just like, "Yeah, this is fine and normal and, and cool." Funny, dude. It was bonkers. I fucking there was this other comic. Uh, he was also from Spain. They like came together. Uh, he was doing a joke about growing up ADHD Spain. and Ethpania. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was doing a bit about growing up like ADHD and that when he was young, he had to be in the special ed class because of it. And he goes, as an aside, he goes like, uh, which growing up, uh, you know, they called me something else. But now I, I'm not, I can't say that. I'll get in trouble. And they were just like, say it. Like on television, they were like, say the word. Say it. Say the R word. On TV. On TV. Why won't you say Pussy. it? Why won't you say it? That's what it's like there. Wow. It was crazy, dude. That's crazy. What did the judges say about you? They said I was too worried about being politically correct. Wow. <laughs> I did jokes about fucking. I did all old stuff because I didn't want to think about. Yeah. Because um, I had to change wordings of things and I, I didn't want to, you know. So I did old stuff I'm admittedly pretty tired of. But I did jokes about fucking old people and my dad dying. And I did. I actually, I got done with my set. and they How were like, much do, time did you do? Dude, I only tried to do like five or six. And they were like, do more. So off the top of my dome, I was like, okay. And I just did like the dead dad thing. Yeah. And I was like, I here's always, a dirty. I, oh, if someone tells me to stretch, it's going to be dead dad it's stuff. Gonna be that, yeah. Because right? it's, it's close to my heart. I know it like the back of my hand. Right. So in the joke, I talk about how my dad didn't have money for a funeral. Right. And he's and he's my brother. This is the crux of the joke. I go, my brother is uh, he like knew a guy at the cemetery who could dig us a hole for free. Right. And that's like the base premise of the joke. Mm-hmm. Right. The ba- the rapper guy like interrupts me and he goes, yeah, that that's normal in Romania. Every seven years they throw the bodies out and you they rent it to someone else, which is like fucking true. That's like that's what Romania like. That's a bad place. I was like, yeah, dude, you seem down. Can, I get your, can we get place. a vibe check with you real quick? No, I'm not down. You just you said something so terrible. Upset. I know. What did you is... want me to be like? No, but this is a dark, bleak place. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm agreeing. Yeah, man, it was a fucking nightmare. And you know what sucks? So this this bad this bad boy guy, right? I Did was... you do the heavy building joke? 
No. Okay, keep going. Because it bombed at the club the okay, night before. Keep so going. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, the Dracula thing worked great. They hated it. Uh, and I had this thing about witches, which because of a language barrier, I, I tried to. I told yeah. you this, but for anybody listening, I tried to do a bit about. Okay, so this is true. In 2011, you can look this up. In 2011, the Romanian government tried to tax their witches. By which I mean, it is such a common practice to hire um, someone like to like put a curse on your enemies and stuff. It's like a million dollar industry, right? So I wrote, so I wrote this joke about it, and I'm gonna say a word I shouldn't say, but it's here we go. I, I here we go. I, it's not that bad, all right. But something that's not super PC, right? But uh, when I was over there, then the night before, I did a couple shows, and I was like, yeah, you tried to tax your witches, and everybody's like, what is witch? I don't I don't know witch, and I go, you know, they like read your palms, and they'll put a curse on you and tea leaves and they're all like oh gypsy right and literally both shows the night before the whole audience was like oh gypsy yeah and i was like okay but is there like another word i can say i don't want to say that and they're and like, they like no. why not yeah. why wouldn't you want to say that and i was messaging you about this i was like it's their culture i guess it's okay to say it yeah i get to the tv studio and like maybe like an hour or so before you go up the segment producer comes over and he goes okay what are your jokes and you run them yeah. by it. And uh, I do the witch thing. And he goes, what is witch? And I go, I was told you call them gypsies. And he was like, you can't say gypsy on TV. And I was like, But you oh. can say the R word. Exactly. In fact, you must. So this is before that interaction. So I was like, okay, I guess I just won't do that joke. So I just cut all my localized stuff for the most part. And then cut to watching them try to get a guy to say the R word <laughs> on TV. And he's doing pussy stuff. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Man. Yeah, it was a fucking nightmare. Nothing. It, Maybe they were backwards. trying to get him to say it so that they could have like they could edit into a moment where they were like, "Can you believe?" No, <laughs> I guarantee that's not it. I guarantee that's not it. Everybody that did well talked about jacking off, pussy, blah blah blah. It's very that's like, crazy because here, if you do America's Got Talent, mm -hmm. I kind of auditioned for it once. I like audition to audition. Yeah, and they you want know? you to be so squeaky clean, squeaky clean. I did a joke about shaving. Yeah. Everywhere. And they didn't like it. And they were like, oh, no, you can't do that on TV. So the segment producer, I found out um, the female comic, Belinda, um, she had a joke where she was talking about this nude dating show and she tried to say, like, Fanny. And mm -hmm. tried to do it as clean as possible. And this segment producer was like, just say pussy. <laughs> so Whoa. I don't understand. I don't understand what the fuck's going on over weird, there. Weird, 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 weird. Get this. So I have this, I feel it's weird like half-assing my jokes, but you need them for context. And, uh, but, uh, so I do this joke about like, uh, I used to wait tables and one time I was waiting on this guy. I on, love this joke. On the back, thank you. On the back of his receipt, he wrote, are you into dudes? Call me. And in my in the joke, I take my time with it. I go, I go like, I don't want to fuck a dude, all right. And there's like a pause, and the audience is, uh, I'm building tension. I want the audience to be a little uncomfortable. I want them to be like, where is he going with this? And then the punches, I go like, I want to fuck a man, some big strong man who's gonna make me feel safe. Ha 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 ha. Right. In yes. Romania, I do the bit. I go, I don't want to bang a dude. And then they all start clapping. Whoa! The whole audience was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, why would you do that? They're That's not, gay. They're not people. Wow. And then I go, I was like, fuck. So that fucks the momentum. And then I go, I want to I wanna bang a man. And it's, they're just like, and I hear people audibly in the studio audience be like, ugh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. It sucked. <laughs> 
it sucked, man. I think Romania might be bad. One thing that was cool, or not cool, one thing that's of note is that I, uh, again, like the bad boy guy, he tries to fuck with you. Like at one yeah. point, at one point he like interrupted me. He goes, would you ever have sex with an alien? And I was like, what? Like, like from outer space? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you got, I'm just trying to be a good sport. I'm like, yeah, you got it for the story, right? And then nothing, no follow-up. I thought maybe he was like going somewhere with this. And I was like, all right, back to my story about my dad dying or whatever the fuck. This right? guy's just like a bad audience member. So I go, yeah, totally. So I go, now the way it's seated is like guy comic, guy comic, woman pop star, and and the, the rapper guy. So I go, I just, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do like a little, I'm going to work him a little bit. And I mm-hmm. go, dude, you were the, I've been watching you all night. You were the horniest judge yeah <laughs> you were the horniest dude uh in this whole room and he's like well why do you say this and i'm like i can't believe they i go to the pop star woman i go i can't believe they sit you next to him are do you feel safe are you okay she's like they pay me extra and i was like that's good God. that's fun so i'm thinking like i got a little momentum right the two comic guys uh fucking gave me a thumbs down uh, the pop singer and the rapper gave me a thumbs up. And then afterwards, they after I said, they go right to break. The rapper guy comes up to me. The guy who I thought was like such a garbage person comes right up to me, daps me up and goes, I fucking loved it, man. I mean that shit. Whoa, and weird. I'm like, oh, no. Weird. The other comic guys, when they gave me, I have like a translator bud in my ear. So like comic guy number one goes, I didn't understand a lot of your jokes. Guy number two goes, I don't like dark humor. And he also said, I think you're too worried about being correct. So that's like this strange feedback. Pop singer lady says, I appreciate you coming out and that you tried to make some local references. Isn't really my thing, but I I like what you're going for. And then the rapper guy, he's last to give feedback. And he's like, I liked it, man. I mean it. I liked it. You remind me of me when I write my raps. Wow. Because you got all this fucked up shit in your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. Thanks for yeah, that. Weird, me. weird. Dude, nothing makes sense in Romania. Yeah. It is nuts. Don't, it is nuts. We'll never go. Also, man. I don't know if you've met. Here's the closest thing I can compare it to. Have you ever met like a German audience member? We yeah. Get a, we got a good amount of German audience members Hate here. Hate them. No offense. Sorry if that's not PC. Don't like them. Well, it's tough. So Germans, Swedes, there are a handful of these these people. Uh, I like Norwegian audience members. Well, they've all got this like, I call it like engineer brain. Yeah. They're very like ones and zeros. They, they don't like yeah. magic because they're too worried about figuring out how the trick works. Yeah. If you tell them a joke, they don't laugh. They just go, oh, I see. Yeah. All of Romania is like that kind of mentality. I don't like them. Everybody's very binary with like. Well, also. Yes, this makes I sense. Know, I don't understand sarcasm. Like it was. I don't know this from personal experience because I've never done stand up in Europe, but I've been told by people who have that a lot of European comedy is like. Wah, wah, meow. Like it's like it's like noises and faces and act outs. Dude. So then when you try to tell a fucking joke, they're like, uh huh. Yeah. But if you like go up there and you're like. They're my, like, oh. my experience is that a, <laughs> my which ex- I kind of get. <laughs> my, my experience is that a lot of European comedy, and, and again, I'm doing like English speaking rooms, so I think that yeah. probably informs this a bit. But my experience has been that it's a lot of people making jokes of other cultures and countries. Yeah. If you're in like a room full of expats and you go, "Where are you from? Italy? Why isn't your mom with you?" Boom. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, Italian yeah. mothers are overbearing or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Why didn't you put plastic on that chair before you sat down? Yeah, right. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? No, because they put plastic on their furniture. What did you think? Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, right? I thought you meant because they're like sweaty or no. Greasy. They put plastic on the furniture. No, yeah, that's actually good. That's good. But <laughs> I met a Swedish comic. He's he's like Scottish and Swedish, right? He lives he he he's he's in uh, Scotland actually, and he he was filming. We were at the hotel. He was filming the next day. Swedish. So we were. It's actually wait. I fucked it. No, Swiss. Oh, Swiss. 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 Switzerland. Switzerland. No, yeah, it's Swiss. And uh, and he and I was talking about like yeah, there's like a lot of differences in in, in comedy between America and Europe, and he was like, yeah, you know, if I'm being honest, a lot of American comedians are just, uh, it's a lot of personality and not a lot of punchlines. And I oh, wanted to- Oh, that makes me really mad. I wanted to strangle him. That would make me freak out. I bit my tongue and I was like, yeah, it's crazy. But in my mind, I, I wanted to be like, it is our art form. Also, it is an we, American we invented punchlines. We invented what do stand-up you mean? comedy. The first stand-up comic what was do you mean fucking no Mark lines? Twain. What are you talking about? Every fucking... Ah! I know. <laughs> ah! That I makes know. me crazy. That makes me fucking crazy because every European comic who comes to America is like, why am I not getting booked at the clubs? And then they're like doing horn noises. I know. I know. <laughs> Livid. Couldn't wait oh, to tell you that. I hate that. Couldn't wait that to tell you that. That makes me fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I want you to go over to Europe and see how it goes. Yeah. And I want you to just turn on everybody that doesn't. I will. Because you know I will. Because I, I truly feel like we can confidently go over there and we're allowed to say, I think I know better. This we do is, know better. This is kind of our thing. It really is the only, especially. <laughs> like, I'll I'll say this, and I don't think been, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I'll say this. Especially, I feel as a stand-up comedian in New York City. Yes, I'm like this is that's it. This is the mecca. If you are a European stand-up comedian and you want to be anything, you're gonna have to come here. Daniel Simonson. The reason you're gonna have to come here is because we fucking invented it. Mm-hmm. Like I, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Ours. It's that's, it's our thing. That's what I'm saying. It's the only thing. It's you the only thing to, that's. It's the only thing we didn't steal from anybody else. Are you gonna go to France and tell them how to make a croissant? No. Because no. I know better. Am I gonna go to Italy and tell them how to fuck their mom? No. <laughs> so don't Sorry. fucking tell Sorry. a New York American comic <laughs> how to write a fucking punchline. Insane. Oh, I that makes so me mad. crazy. I was so mad. That makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. They also, I feel like that comes from from the idea that punchlines are only like Mitch Hedberg jokes. Yeah. You know, like one-liners. So they do a lot of puns and wordplay and stuff. That's what I'm it's saying. It's all very like, cute. It's, it's whimsical. I was going to say either one-liners or puns. They like clever whimsy, but not a, it's different than a punchline. Catch you off guard, hit you over the head, punchlines. Yeah, man. Punchlines. Mm-hmm. Discoveries within the joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to say American comics don't have punchlines when it's like, Oh, okay. Let's let's just put on the board how many famous right comedians there are worldwide, right? And how many of them are from where you're from, right? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. And then there are what? a couple from South Don't get America mad at me because you come over here and bomb there. And then it's South America and Canada mm-hmm. are the only other countries on the board, I think. Well, no, I mean there are funny European comics. Funny, yes. I'm talking about the most famous I'm, comics in the world. I'm saying there will be like. If there's five from that team, there's ten from our yes. team. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, if we all played kickball, like the stand-up version of kickball, we'd walk through that. You've had stand-up comedy for 40 years. For 40 years. Get out of here. Yeah. You know nothing. You're a freshman. <laughs> I know. <sighs> makes me mad. Uh, makes me real mad. You want to hear a story? Yeah. Right. You had a close call. A pretty close call. But you didn't die. You had a close call. A pretty close call. Cry about
Okay, close call. A close call. Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kev. Uh, you know what? Before we do the story, yeah. Uh, you just let me know. Terry emailed. Terry emailed a response. Yeah. What do you got for us? Okay, so remember, if if you if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, little backstory: somebody wrote in about sh- well, Terry wrote in about sharks, and then somebody else wrote in about sharks, and then we were like, you two should bang or whatever. We said. <laughs> so Terry emailed again. About that and said, he goes, oh my God, I love him. He goes, always fun to hear from other shark fanatics. Oh, fin- Terry. Fanatics. You dog. And, and then he goes, ha, in parentheses. Hell yeah, that's fine. Pat yourself on the back. Uh, and then he says, to answer your burning questions, he says the area he lives in. I don't know if we should no, say no, that. No. Uh, but he says, I'm in the blah, blah, blah area and happily married for 12 years. Oh, uh, way to go, Terry. Womp, womp, but also way to go, Ter. No, that's great. No, it's beautiful. Because you know what? You know what that means? That means Terry's definitely got something cooking, right? Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. Right? Terry Terry fucks, right? We like that. <laughs> Terry fucks his beautiful wife. His beautiful wife. Is that okay to say about a man's wife? If it's his beautiful wife. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> Um, but also, um, whenever people say I've been happily married for however long, I go, "You guys still fuck." That's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. That's how I. I it always makes me. It's no like code for sh- no ball and chain. Yeah, it's jokes. like code for like we still have sex and make each other laugh. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's nice. That's good. That's yeah. a good thing to keep an eye out for. It's a big green flag. Yeah, but that also means that. Um, oh, I wish I had it in front of me. Who, who do? What was your name? Who were? I don't in? know. I think it was like Jace or something. It was a voice. Yeah, mail, yeah, yeah. So that's I right. Wasn't sure what she said. Uh, but that means. You know what? She can like. I'm trying to trying to like hype her up too. Like you have good taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's true. If you, I don't think that she actually has a crush on Terry. I think we invented that narrative for no, sure. No, we did. We did. But I'm saying if you do have a crush on a guy and then he's like an I love my wife guy. Yeah. You have good taste. That's what I'm saying. I all of my closest friends are I love my wife guys. Yeah. And I love those guys. They're the best kinds of guys. It. Every woman deserves an I love my wife guy. It's a real disservice that growing up so much time was given to I hate my wife comedy. I know. It's I love I love my wife comedy. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't there know. There are a few of our friends who do I love my wife comedy and it's so much funnier than I hate my wife comedy. It is. It's refreshing. It's nice. <clears throat> I want to say the rest of- Is there of- more in the email? Yeah. And then we'll yeah. get to the story. He said, I've been happily married for 12 years. She doesn't dive, but has learned to appreciate sharks. We met online and she contacted me because of my shark pics. No way, yeah. dude. Yo, this is like his move. <clears throat> yeah, he's a shark guy. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. Guy who swims with sharks is hot. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. So- Jace, the other person who wrote in, said that, like, if I ever die by getting eaten by sharks, like, I want my family to know I was cool with it because they were just being sharks. So Terry said, but yes, also, people who know me know that if a shark ever did anything to me, don't blame the shark. Cheers. Dude. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I know. I love that the people who love our podcast love sharks. Because we like sharks. We like sharks. (laughs) We like sharks. Dude, that is... I like that there's a shark fan shorthand. Kind of. Yeah. Of like, we all understand we're in their house. Yeah. We probably had it coming. Yeah. You know how we always say respect the sea? Respect the shark. I'll go I'll go with this. Respect the sea. Don't blame the shark. Don't blame the shark. You can't shark. blame the shark. It was just sharking. 
just sharking it up. That's what the last the other person said. They're just sharking. They're just sharking, dude. You're gonna blame a shark for sharking? I love this development. Look, if anybody else out there loves a shark. Yeah. And boy have I loved a shark, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Although those sharks we can blame. Uh man, what do you think about that? Don't respect the sea. Don't, don't blame, blame the, the shark. shark. Yeah, it's, it's like if you if you run like with the koozie? big dogs, you're gonna get bit. What do we like do a koozie or yeah, something? Yeah, let's do a koozie. Or a shirt. Can I tell you what I was making? Shark shirt. I'm making some designs for some merch. Yeah. Uh, one of them, the no, I'm the, not going to tell you all. The, yeah. That one. Yeah. Is in the works. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this? Okay. It looks like a tarot card. Oh, I love. But it's a helicopter. Love. Right. Love. It's like Kevin. You drew the helicopter. Kevin, I love. Yeah. 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 All right. I got that. <laughs> I got, I'm hitting, I, I And hit it's a tarot card that means like, it looks like a good thing, but it's actually not going to work out. Exactly. <sighs> Lizzie, get out of my brain. Nope. I live there. I live there. Uh, no, get out of my brain. <laughs> I live there. It's my house. Come on. There's not room for both of us. <laughs> no, I know. We are bumping up against the walls. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So respect the seed. Don't blame the sharks. Kevin. Yeah. You got a story? I do. <laughs> Today, um, and I feel today? like this, this is going to have to be, this happened today. <laughs> uh, really? No, no. no oh, no. Um, I was like, no. <laughs> this is, this is, there's a, there's a, I, I, I feel this is going to be a two-parter. Here we go. Allison Botha. Both of these nuts. <laughs> hey, nice. Well, it's B-O-T-H-A, and I was like, I hope it's not bother, because quit bothering me. <laughs> hey, don't bother me. Yeah. I think it's both of, but both of, I was like. Both of these nuts I is pretty like, good, both, huh? I was like, both of, no problem there. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately ruined it. I hope she's okay. <laughs> um, if you want to hear firsthand accounts, uh, by the way, there's a uh, documentary by the name of Allison, came out in 2016. Um, that's where I'm pulling a lot of this chronologically from. Um, I thought you were about to say that's where I'm pulling a lot of this crap from. I'm pulling a lot of this crap from. We should bring back bring back crap. <laughs> Nobody says crap anymore. You're right. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh, there's a bunch of crap in the corner. Crap is so so. Can I tell you what I was trying to bring back for a while? Yeah, it's on the same level. Bastard! I we talked about this. Where are I my bastards at? Bastard, Kevin. Is so this is like funny. how we became friends. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I was trying to call someone a. Oh, what's and up? I, came, I went up to you and I was like, I think it's really funny. Hey, you. <laughs> hey, you bastard! <laughs> Get that crap out of here. You know what I'm bringing back? Huh? Calling, having sex, doing it. Yeah, doing it's rad. And being like, this is the guy who's doing me. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. How about boning? I love, I've, boning has been in my lexicon forever. <laughs> boning never left. Forever, yeah. I'll like say that to someone I'm having sex with. Yeah. I'll be like, we'll go to the store and then we'll bone. Mm-hmm. I love bone. Okay, one more. I love calling someone or someone's a fucker or fuckers. Yeah, hey you know fuckers. What I mean? What's up, fucker? Yeah. Dude, oh, I love yeah. it. It's That's so good. fun. Yeah. Uh, all the time, like watching a movie or something like, uh, you know, like uh, a new character walks in. Who's yeah. this fucker? I love who's this you fucker. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's this fucker is so short, sweet, and to the point. What's that fucker over there doing? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, so we got crap, bastard, fucker. Doing it. Doing it. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. 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 All right. 
Great. Anyway, Alice and Botha. Both of these nuts. <laughs> the year is 1994. <laughs> hey, gang, just wanted to take a quick second and remind you to like and subscribe on iTunes. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and leave us a review. It really does help out a lot. You can also call us at 470-NOT-DEAD. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us about a time you almost died or whatever you want to tell us about. And if it's cool, we'll play it on the podcast. You can change names of people. You can make it anonymous. But if you don't want us to hear your voice, you can email us at closecallspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your story. We'll read it on the pod. And if you want to stay up to date on all things Close Calls, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Close Calls Podcast. Sometimes we post photos related to the story. So if you want to see what these freaks look like... Sometimes we post photos. Let's not make promises about what's on the Instagram. Okay, (laughs) just follow the Instagram. Love you. Bye. Yeah, we got it. The year is 1994. Big year for crap. It is. uh, Yeah, we're in South Africa. Port Elizabeth, South Africa. (laughs) Crap. It is. uh, (laughs) Have your fun now. A lot of our stories are in South Africa. uh, South Africa. What other story was in South Africa? Um, the plane crash that with the Toby McMullen episode. Oh yeah, and another one, but I forget. But I remember multiple times going South Africa. Have you met a South African? <sighs> yeah, I don't know any. I met I I knew one that I didn't like, and it has made my opinion of them. Yeah. Well, the white ones. Yeah. I am talking about the white ones. We're talking about the white ones. Yeah. Yeah, I met, I worked for this lady when I used to do horse stuff. Mm-hmm. And I used to make like a lot of money an hour because I was very good at it. Mm-hmm. And she told me she would pay me at the end of the summer, and I believed her because I was a that child. Lady was, you told me this. That lady was South African. Yeah, and then at, and then at the end of the summer, after I had worked for her all summer, she mailed me a birthday card in October with fifty dollars in it. Fifty dollars. That's yeah. not enough. Yeah, I was making like thirty dollars an hour at that job. <laughs> Small claims court. Oh, well, I didn't have a contract. Judge Judy was busy. Judge Judge Judy was busy deciding which member of a couple gets a dog. <laughs> I love that's my favorite Judge Judy type of episode. My favorite genre of Judge Judy is the who gets the dog episode because she always just makes them put oh, it in the middle. Yeah, dude. And see who it runs to. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking. Every about. time it's put it in the middle and see who Lizzie, it runs to. Great pull. Thanks. <laughs> great fucking pull. I love Judge Judy. So Allison was uh, living in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, where she's from. The year is 1994. She's 27 years old. Well, my name is Elizabeth, and I'm 27 years old. Her name is Alice, and she lives but in she Port Allison. But she lives in Port Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I know. I was listening. All right. I'm just making connections. Okay. I live in Port Allison. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if I That'd did? That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, Allison had just spent the last four years traveling around, and her mother even noted that she was relieved to have Allison back home safe and sound. Mm-hmm. On December, so her mother, her mom did like a sitcom. What could possibly go wrong? Pretty much, I'd I'd say at the piano horn, but I don't know where it is, and we don't have time to find it. Okay, I hate that you brought it up because now I know I don't have it. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Do you want this thing? That's another thing. Yeah, I need to hold a thing. That's another thing. (laughs) All right, let me hand you this whistle that's shaped like an alligator. It's a whistle and an alligator, and it has frog legs. (laughs) So. The date was December 18th, 1994. It was a summery, hot day at the beach with her friends. You say December? Summer? What? It's south of the equator, Lizzie. Okay? Yeah. That was cool. I wanted to make the crocodile smoke. Good job. Sorry. <laughs> Good job. I'm glad we got the camera on for that. That's the clip. 
That's yeah, the clip. I know about the southern hemisphere and how it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's opposite. People walk on their hands and wear and wear shoes on their Because on their, of gravity? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah, they have to. <laughs> they have to. Or they'll fall off. <laughs> they'll fall off. Duh. So <laughs> she's at the beach all day with her friends. Uh they go back to her place. They order pizza. They're playing games. At the end of the night, she took her friend home, picked up her laundry, and headed back to her apartment. So far, so regular. Her usual parking spot was taken, so Allison had to park a little further down the block tonight. I don't like where this is going. It's a warm summer evening. Her window's down. She parks the car, and bam, there's a knife to her throat. Oh, no. I didn't mean to laugh. I laughed because I was playing with a toy when you said that. Yeah, you might want to strap. Should we do it again? You should strap in. All right, I'm strapped. A man had run up to the driver's side window, stuck the knife to her, and said, move over or I'll kill you. Ugh. The man starts driving. So they're getting moving. The man tells her he doesn't want to hurt her. He just wants to use her car for an hour. You're probably thinking, jump out of the car. What are you doing? Yeah. Whatever. But if anybody has ever been in a situation like that, that I'm, I'm just, I just want to mention, because sometimes we, we have types of stories on this show. Yeah. Where somebody maybe gets themselves in a dumb situation, and we have yeah. a type of story where it's not that person's fault. Yes. This is that one. Yeah. So I want to underline there will be no, oh, what are you doing, you idiot no, moment. No, when someone is a victim of a violent yeah. crime, yeah. we don't blame them. So, and if you've ever been in a situation where It's hard to do stuff when you're scared. I was going to say, like, if you've ever... That feeling of being violated yeah. takes all uh, critical thinking... It just throws it out the window. Or you can still think of it, but you're like, what if that makes something worse happen? Exactly. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. There's like, no way to know what to do. Yeah, if there's like a fucking dog running at you, you're probably going to run away. If there's a guy next to you with a knife and he says sit put, you're probably going to sit put. Sit put. Is that the phrase? Sit put? Keep going. Does that sound weird? Sit yeah, put. Sit put. Sit. Now you're making me stay question. Put. Stay, stay put. put. Sit still, sit stay put. put. Sit still, stay put. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's recap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the phrase is stay put or sit still. If a guy has a knife to your throat, you're probably going to do what he says. You're going to sit put. No, nope, nope, you're other... going to stay put. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing? We had a phrase earlier, like 10 minutes ago. What was it? Both of these nuts. <laughs> no, not both of these nuts. What one? I don't know. Ah, whatever. What was it? I don't remember. What are you talking about right we now? We had another moment where we were like <laughs> this and then this. Did we? Oh, maybe Today? I, dude, maybe I'm just thinking bastard fucker. <laughs> it's probably, that is what you're thinking of. That was the crap listicle. And doing it. Crap and doing it. Okay, so to recap, we're bringing back crap, doing it, fucker and bastard, and... You're sitting you either, put. No, <laughs> no. You either are staying put or sitting still, but you are not sitting put. Sit put sounds like sitting in your own film. <laughs> <laughs> we're so stupid we're so dumb okay right. stay put sit still Ooh. you fuckers you fuckers you all right fuckers. guess 
what, gang? We got a Patreon. We got a Patreon, baby. If you want to take a break from listening to times people have almost died and you want to stop having panic attacks about dealing with your own mortality, mm, mm, take mm, a little mm. break with us. The break room is in the Patreon. If you want to know about our personal lives, more about stand-up, come hang out with us. Come hang, and it's it's going to be just a bunch of bonus content. You know how Patreon works. You know how Patreon works, and you know where to find it. But if you don't, it's patreon.com slash close calls podcast. Anyway, this man gets in your car, says, if you move, I'm going to kill you. They start driving. He says, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to use your car for a bit. So she's thinking, you know, all right, let him do what he wants. This will be over. He goes, my name's Clinton. Do you have a boyfriend? Oh, no. He's making small talk with her, which is almost relaxing a little bit. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe. I don't know. Do you have a boyfriend is scary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you about when I was in Buffalo. It's definitely creepy to ask that given what's going on. I was in Buffalo and I had to get in an illegal taxi. I had no other choice, which is basically just getting in a guy's car. Yeah. And the guy drove me to the wrong address. Yeah. And then while he was driving me to the right address, he goes, how old are you? Oh, and I was like, nah, he's going to hit on me. Ugh. And I go, I'm 30. I'm not. I go, I'm 30. And he goes, I'm 24. And he goes, are you single? And I go, I'm married. Good. Not. Okay. And then he goes, oh, I'm single. And I went, okay. And he goes, I'm also a an MMA fighter. Oh, here we go. And I was like, oh, so you just told me that if you want, if you want to Get froggy. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> get froggy. <laughs> Another yeah. thing we should bring back. Yeah, love that. If you're going to get froggy, I'm I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. And he probably thought he was being impressive. This is what I'm, yeah, yeah. He thought it was hot, and I was like, oh, you just like, you did just in a way pull a knife on me. Yeah, dude. You know? Uh, I used to have a friend, he used to uh, do comedy, comedy in Chicago. Uh, not a mi- muscly guy, not a big guy. He was like 5'6". And he uh, went, told me he went on a date with a woman one time. And she asked, what do you do? And he lied. And he goes, I'm an MMA fighter. And then she goes, oh, what's that like? And he goes, it's a lot of politics. Which <laughs> is <laughs> so funny. That's really funny. That's very funny. That's actually like a very believable response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of politics. Kind of sucks. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so he goes, my name's Clinton. Do you have a boyfriend? Lulling her into a false sense of security. Clinton pulls over. I hope she said yes, by the way. I always say yes. Yeah. Clinton pulls over the car, stops, and another man gets in the back seat. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. This is when Allison says any feeling she had uh, of security of security goes out the window. And she said she made eye contact with the man in the back seat and quote, "All I saw was dead, cold, evil." I don't like this story anymore. Yeah, sorry. Let me tell you, I had a hard time researching it. Yeah. It was in that... Maybe uh, we should record a trigger warning up in the front of this one. Well, I was just about to. I've, I actually got one. I'm just le- I'm doing a lead-in. So, <clears throat> it was in that moment that it finally... Quote, it was in that moment that it finally dawned on me that I wouldn't be going home. Oh, my God. They drive and drive and drive outside the city into the pitch black countryside. And this is where I was going to say, I, I know we give a trigger warning up top, but for today's episode, I really feel it bears repeating. Uh, this is a rough one. Are you prepared for a rough one, Lizzie? Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to get raped, I think. What Allison went through is so horrific. And I'm not saying that to diminish it. I'm saying if you're somebody who has experienced something like that, maybe turn this one off if you can't listen to stuff like that. <sighs> yeah. Um, there's no shame in sitting out today's episode. This is this is a, this is a tough one. Mm. So they stopped in an alcove, and Clinton says to Allison, 
are you going to fight? Oh, God. And that's when the sexual assault starts. Oh, my God. And like I said, there was this, I watched this documentary. Uh, I don't want to go into all the detail here. It's graphic. It's rough. Uh, it's really not important what happened in what order. Yeah. But uh, just so we know who all the people are. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So Clinton was raping Allison in the car. And the man who was in the back seat's outside having a cigarette. Um, and then she hears from outside the car, Franz um, from Thune. Or Thune, T-H-E-U-N-S, Thunes? Yeah, uh, outside. That's the guy who's smoking. Um, and that's how she learned the man who was raping her wasn't named Clinton. It was Franz. Mm. So Thunes walks over and opens up the car door. Man, I took some notes about what they said back and forth, and I don't even feel comfortable like repeating all of it. But basically, Franz was like, do you want in? And Thunes, uh, they decided uh, to swap, basically. Um they made some like jokes. This is all a game to them. Truly oh. vile, like gross. Oh my god, horrible. <laughs> it's funny how reading like I was taking notes to watch this thing, and I was like, oh. And now reading it back, I'm like, I don't even want to say that. But yeah, they seem to think it's real funny and cute. So they swap. Oh my god, that makes me sick. So Thunes gets on top of Allison, wraps his hands around her throat, and she said the last thing that she remembered before passing out. Was her bowels evacuating? <gasps> no. Oh, that's so. That sucks. So uh, she's outside the car now. Allison's drifting in and out of consciousness. Man, one of the things that's the most mm. invasive and humiliating about sexual assault is you do like lose control of your body. Mm-hmm. And that's such a fucking horrible way for that to happen. Yeah. Like you're already being violated and humiliated and something is happening to you that is so vulnerable yeah. against your will. And then the only other thing that's as vulnerable happens to you against your will. Speaking of violating and humiliating her, it, it doesn't stop there. I know. Uh, they... Drag her outside the car. She's drifting in and out of consciousness. And it's then that the two men took turns desecrating her body. They stabbed her in the abdomen and, oh pubic, my God. and pubic area more than 37 times and slashed her throat 17 <gasps> times. Then the two men drove off, throwing, oh my God. throwing her clothes out the car window. Insane that there's even a story to tell. Insane that of survival. I insane mean. that also that there are people like this. Oh, who <laughs> just exist in, in the world. The world. It's like and like our friends. What? Okay, where's this going? Like they found. There's like I don't know. It like scares me that there could be so many people like this that two of them would find each other and become. Oh, friends. Oh yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one thing to be like there was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And then he got arrested and it was over. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to be like, yeah, these guys were hanging out and they were both like, they were like, you let's know what do I the love? worst thing we could do to a person. Yeah, I'm really into the worst. Stuff I think ever. we should do the worst thing you can do to a person together and make jokes about it while we do it. Yeah, man. And neither of us are going to stop for a second and go, is that a bad thing to do? Yeah, I know. This that is scares tr- the fuck out of me. This is truly like a uh, how I, 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 I yeah, I don't know. As a species, what the what? What? what yeah. Ugh. So, do my palms are like sweaty? Right Mine now. too. I hate this. All right, here we go. So, all right, so she's out of it at this point, and 
and um, she she said that she I couldn't feel any pain, but the sound of her struggling to like struggling to breathe because her windpipe was severed mm-hmm. terrified her, and she was overwhelmed with a feeling of sadness when it dawned on her that she wasn't going to live. Oh. So this is when Allison has an out-of-body experience, which isn't something we've talked about too much on the podcast. Yeah. And it's it's a fascinating, you know, I don't know what you, everybody has different beliefs, whatever. Uh, it's a phenomenon. It's spirituality. It's, I don't know, but she could see everything from above. Like every time there's one of these stories, it's always like, oh, I was in the hospital. And I could like tell you exactly what the nurses were saying. And then, yeah. you know, you find out this is one of those moments. Um, everything was silent. She could see her body in the dirt and it felt like she was kind of drifting away from it. And she said that she felt that she had a choice in that moment, that she wasn't too far away to go back, that if she wanted to, she could return to her body. Mm-hmm. And she said that she wanted to. She wanted to go back and give herself, quote, a better life. And then it's like she snapped back into her body. All the sound of her, like, struggling to breathe came back. And this is where in the documentary Allison said, she goes, quote, first things first, I had to make sure that they would never do this again to anyone else. Oh, I love her. Allison. <sighs> oh. We love a strong woman on the pod. We love a strong woman we've, on the pod. We've had a couple. Also, I'm going to say this. Even if something like this happened to you and you didn't make sure that they didn't do it to anyone else again, you're a strong woman, too. You're also a strong woman, of course. But It's a very inspiring type of... I'll say this. I've been sexually assaulted. I did not make sure he didn't do it to anyone else. Right, right. Uh, but... I've made peace with that. I find it very inspiring when women do feel that way. Sure. No. Or people. So what I mean so what I mean by that is maybe I should have finished the the first thing that she did before trying to figure out how to get help or anything. The very first thing that she did is cuz she was like, you know, which is like good thinking like, okay, maybe I might die in the next 5 seconds. Yeah. So what do I do? She reached up with her right hand and wrote in the dirt, <gasps> Franz and then fumes. I love that. Right? I love that. That's that's what I mean. She that's was like, first brilliant. things first. That's brilliant. These are the men who did it. This is like, we were talking about how sometimes when you're really scared, you can't make rational decisions. There's also a, virgi- a version where like the adrenaline kicks in mm-hmm. and all you all you do is rationally decide. Yeah, yeah, know? true. And this is it's like, like that moment state. where she yeah. like got back in her body and she was like, first things first, I know these motherfuckers' names. Boom. Next. Next. And uh, this one's tough. Um, so she wrote Franz. She wrote Thunes. Uh, and then she wrote, I love mom. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> oh, that sucks big time, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... Um, Let's just pause the cry. Yeah, I'm crying now. <laughs> Let's just take a sec to have a good cry. That's really uh, fucked up, man. I know. Um, all right, so next, um, Allison felt something wet around her legs. And that's when she realized that her intestines <gasps> were outside of her body. From being stabbed? Mm-hmm. They... Uh, they didn't just stab her. They yeah. gutted her. 
So her denim shirt, she had a denim shirt she was wearing nearby. She reached over, grabbed that, and then used it to hold in her intestines as she used her other hand to uh, prop herself up and begin crawling. Oh, my God. Over dirt and rock and broken glass. And as she inched forward, she thought to herself, if I died here, my mom would know I survived a little bit. But she'd have so many unanswered questions, I can't do that to my mom. Oh, my God. And that's what was pushing her forward. She didn't want her mom to worry about her. She realized the crawling was too slow, too awkward, too difficult. Uh, she just wasn't going to make it out like that. So miraculously, she somehow she made herself get up to her feet. And that's when she says everything went black. She reached up with her hand and put it to her throat. Quote, my entire hand went into the injury. Oh, my God. They'd severed the muscle on the side of my neck, and I realized that my head had actually flopped <gasps> back between my shoulder blades. Oh, my God. Then I took my other hand and literally pulled my head up so that I could see. That's when it happened. It was as if someone else had taken my feet and was moving them for me. And the next thing I knew, I was at the road. Oh, my God. They fucking cut her head off. Yeah. I told you this was an intense fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So she gets to the road somehow, amazingly, and she collapses. I can't imagine that moment of being like, oh, the reason I can't see in front of me. Is because my head is Is because my severed. head is behind me. Yeah. Yeah. What? She collapsed in the road. She lays there struggling to breathe. A car approached. Slowed down, paused, and then sped off. <gasps> She's laying there longer. Not too long after, she heard another car coming because there's always two helicopters. There's always two helicopters. And we could stop there. Okay. We could. We might. What if we did? <laughs> Damn, dude. There's just so much. Yeah. That happened to this poor woman. Um, on the next episode, I'll tell you who was in that car, the extent of her injuries, and what she's doing these well, days. who was in the car? Well, I mean, it's... I know, don't tell us, but... It was Abraham Lincoln. <gasps> I knew it. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer? Remember uh, that movie? Abraham, yeah, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and Spuds McKenzie. Spuds! Not necessarily the three guys you want to see no. in that moment. But... But one of them had a phone. That's, that's pretty what's good. important. <laughs> and it wasn't Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> wasn't fucking Lincoln. He doesn't know about that. Is that like a, too much of a bummer? I can give you a little more. Maybe I, give us a little hope. You seem still. Oh, well, I mean, we know the theme of the pod. Yeah, we know the theme of the pod. Okay. I, I get, I'll tell you who's in the car. In the car was 20-year-old Tian Aylard, a veterinary technology student who was on vacation in Port Elizabeth with some friends. Him and his buddies got out of the car. They see this poor, wow. naked, bloody body in the middle of the road. Tian sprints over and immediately just holds Allison's hand. Oh. Allison's completely unable to speak. Tian said her eyes were bloodshot and very, very frightened. He told her she had nice eyes, and he took off his shirt and he covered her body. 
Luckily, this is 1994. Luckily, one of his friends had a cell phone, which was not common back then, and they called an ambulance. From where Allison lay to the nearest hospital was about a 15-minute drive. Uh. So they waited. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, no. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. All the while, teens just laying there with Allison, holding her hand. Oh, my God. Keeping her awake, being with her. Eventually, the ambulance arrived. And that's where we'll stop. Yeah, that's where we'll stop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's better than her lying in the street naked and covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Woo. This, this feels like too much for one. Yeah. This feels like too much for one. And... We got, you got, we got another, we got stuff to do. We're our, we're at a, look at, look at how long we've already yeah. been fucking around here. We can't say the time because we're going to add some stuff. Out. We can't say the time. And it won't, it won't be the same time as what you're seeing. But between you and me, Lizzie. It's a lot of time. We got to move on with our day. Yeah. I also have to go like be funny. And we just talked about a, I know. a terrible, violent gang I rank. texted you earlier. I was like, today's a doozy, FYI. I thought you meant you were having a bad day. Oh, I didn't know that that was like a trigger warning. Today was a chaotic, busy day, but no, I meant the stories are busy. Maybe next time we should be clear about that. Sorry, it's <laughs> okay. Sorry, it's okay. Every now and then, uh, you know, I think it's important to tell these stories, but yeah. uh, every now and then we got to do a more serious one. You know? Yep. Yep. Maybe I'll just say serious one next time. Say ser- yeah. Say serious one. All right. No goofing. Work. No, no, a little goofing <laughs> at the beginning. At the beginning, and then hard stop. Hard stop. No on more the goofing. goofs. Yeah. Can I tell you when I wrote? Can I tell you I made the note that that she had written in the sand. Uh, I love mom, and then I literally wrote pause to cry, <laughs> and then we did because when I saw that in the documentary, I was like, Jesus, like I oh yeah, it's pretty fucked up that um like a. Another person can just make you never see your mom again. Oh God, <laughs> that's even more depressing. But it's uh, it's also very cool that she and her mom love each other so much that that was able to give her this like superhuman strength. Yeah, to keep you always hear the opposite one. A mom you always hear the mom lifting the car lifting off, the, car the, off kid. the kid, but yeah. the kid lifting herself head off her own back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not saying that'd be funny. She did that. It is hard. You're right. It's hard to sign off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Listen. hey, sit, put, and wait for part two. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I'm very curious if Tyler will leave in us fumbling the ball so hard or if he'll let us look cool. Maybe leave in a little bit of it. A little bit, but I not think it's, so much. I think it's very human of us to not know how to sign off with something like this Tyler we're gonna need you to help us uh you know land this plane help help us land this plane land this helicopter land this copter baby copter baby coming this fall to Fox (laughs) it's a baby who flies a helicopter okay anyway and he is bad at it (laughs) (laughs) 